Good day. I hope this finds you well. Today is November 26, 2020. It is Thanksgiving in the United States. If you're celebrating Thanksgiving, well, a very happy Thanksgiving to you. I'm sure we'll get back to that. It seems like there's a whole lot more to talk about than Thanksgiving. It's important. It's weird, but we'll get back to it. So um, I hope all of you are doing well. Again, I have had another um, very long absence. I feel like, I don't know if it's been a week or more, but I was all gung-ho that I was going to do this every day, and I forced myself to do it then. And I am sorry. Sorry to you. Sorry to disappointing myself. I don't even know if you're listening. Either way, I definitely, definitely fell off the recording wagon and apologize to all who are within earshot. That said, you know, I think that right now we need to be honest. Things are rough. Things are very, very scary. I'm sure that I am not the only one who is feeling more than a bit overwhelmed. Um, I, I find myself crying a lot, eating too much, and not not just being funny, like eating too much. Like I know I always can make a joke out of things, but I just, you know, it it's the truth. I just don't feel like I am taking the care of myself that I had hoped to take care of myself. So, well... That said, the good thing is I recognize all of that, um, which we have to get to a point where we recognize it. Um, I'm sure I'm depressed. I'm sure most of us are depressed. So we just have to get together and not hate each other, um, you know, and try to have feel-good feelings all around, the warm and fuzzy. Because there is just too, too much hate, too much division, not just in the United States. It seems like it's all over. I mean, we're dealing with this once in a hundred year pandemic. So um, it's something that none of us could have seen last year at this time as we gathered with our families, giving thanks. And again, I know that's a U.S. tradition. So wherever you are, it doesn't matter. It looks like some people have found me from other countries. And so wherever you are, your life has become unexplicably different than you thought it would be a year ago. I'm sure that there are some people listening who are actually doing better than you are doing in a lot of ways. And I'm happy for you. I celebrate your happiness and your success. But I really think that you're more uh, in the minority than the majority. I talk to a lot of people from all over. And I can say that all of us seem to share the same sort of um, anxiety and fear that you're going to become sick, someone you love will be sick, that you are getting to the point where 
it's making you feel physically sick, that you're stuck, um, you know, where you can't go out, you can't get together with people. More and more rules have been coming up. And I'm just wondering how you're dealing with it. Again, I hope you're doing really well. And if you are, let me know what you're doing that makes you feel well. I know the things that I can and should do. Like I was saying the last time I was talking to you guys that I was going to get into some craft projects. You think I've done one? Nope. I know exactly, like, um, I didn't want to spend money. So I found, um, well, it doesn't really matter, but I found some broken jewelry and I found my glue gun and glue sticks. And I have this little cardboard form that I could make um, just something beautiful out of. I don't know. I have really nice silk flowers. There's a bunch of stuff sitting around. And it would be oh so easy to walk to a table, put them on a table and make something, right? And then usually when you, you get your creative on, you feel better. I do. Some people, it's, you know, a run around the block, chasing your dog in the yard. Um, so, yeah, what helps you? There's also, of course, the baking thing, which I was talking to Frank today about that. You know, I would really love this weekend to make some cookies. I cannot be eating some cookies. Because um, when you bake if you share with people that's fine but i don't really feel comfortable baking stuff and giving it to people i don't know whether they would want it but i'm just so paranoid like you i i wouldn't know what to do with cookies someone else tried to give me so that lets out the baking I don't know. How about you? Are you guys baking? See, if we had children, if there were more people living here, um, even older adults, whatever, if there were just more people with us, then I think it would be easier to do certain things. Like you could cook because then there are others to share it. You know, I don't want to waste food now more than ever. No one should be wasting any food. Um, I don't know if I said this before, but I'm old and growing up, I can remember my grandmother always saying, don't waste your food. If you waste your food, there are children starving. Back then, I wonder how she was going to get my leftovers to these starving children in third world countries. Bless her for wanting to do so. But anyhow, yeah, that was like a thing for us. Um, they used to say back in the day, if you don't eat your food, and um, now I just, gosh, I, I feel for the people. There are a lot of people who are struggling just to find food, and that is really sad and really scary. There is someone um, on Twitter. I'm going to have to get his name for you. I don't want to do it while we're talking but the guy on twitter has he's just a very generous person actually he is a reporter for the new york times maybe and a second publication 
Okay, so I really don't know, and I shouldn't have interrupted my train of thought and your listening to me, but I did. So anyhow, he's super generous, and he's been giving out money during COVID to people who, I guess you have to tweet him something, and um, it, it doesn't seem like there's anything not nice or unpure about what he's doing. Um, but he he wrote like this whole post in a blog somewhere about how we don't realize how how bad things really are with food and how many of our neighbors are hungry. And the longer this goes on and people don't find work and don't get a stimulus or um, their unemployment runs out and all sorts of reasons. As time goes on, people have less resources, so there are more people waiting in lines to get food. Um, and I don't know if you've seen pictures, but I've seen pictures where cars are, how do I say it, like in four different rows maybe going around miles and miles and people waiting literally all day and arriving before the sun comes up to be early in line. Um, but what happens is now people don't have the money to put gas in their car. They can't, it's a huge luxury to go and burn all of that gas, right? So that makes that almost impossible. And then there are the people who went who don't have cars any longer. So it doesn't matter the cost of gas because they don't even have a car. Um, and so it really, really breaks your heart. I saw a statistic this week that 25% of people in the state of Rhode Island have food insecurity right now, and they're not a poor state. So I'm sure that many other states, that number is a lot higher. Um, I am, I'm, I'm sure you can tell I don't sound happy. I'm not happy. I wish that I had um, more resources, financial. I don't right now. Um, I'm fine. People are very generous with me, but this certainly is not like a time where I have much to share, though I would share anything that I have. Um, but really, really more than anything, I wish I could walk outside and find some money. Oh, and lots of it to help people. It's so disheartening to really want to help people and know that um, a financial help is really, really a big help right now. But I do my best. I told you I know I'm good at research and I am a compassionate soul, so if I can take time and try to speak with someone and make them feel better, well, at least that's like a little something you can do, right? Um, I was talking to a customer, and she'd lost her husband. It had actually been five years, um, and I don't know if any of you have dealt with the loss of a spouse, but um, the pain... Well, the, the pain of loss just doesn't go away quickly. 
and it can probably last the rest of a lifetime. And it doesn't mean that you can't let other people in and you can't find love and greater love or find another pet that makes you smile, but you always, it doesn't take away that feeling of pain. And so I spent a long time speaking with this woman and that really um, made me feel a bit better because I know that by the time we hung up, I had made her feel better. And it was a genuine, you, you just know sometimes. So all that said is just to tell you, please, whatever you have, whether it's the compassion in your voice, whether it's the dollar in your pocket, if you're young and, well, it doesn't matter if you're young, because unfortunately COVID doesn't care that you're young. Um, but if, if you feel that you're in a place where you can physically be out and do things or maybe just be sure that your neighbors are okay. Um, call people, do what you can. And sometimes I've told you guys, I can barely find my own voice. And if you're in a place where your own voice is hard to find some days, I'm here to say that's okay too. People who love you understand, and you need to do what you need to do to feel well. Um, so do everything in your power to feel well, to make others feel well. Um, I think that'll at least be a start to all of us going in the right direction. Okay, so I said we would come back and talk about Thanksgiving. Um, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Do you feel like celebrating Thanksgiving? Are you... Are you worried? Well, I don't want to talk about that. If you are not going to have food and you want to discuss it, please let us know. I'm, I, you know, like I said, anything I can do, anything I can talk about um, that would make someone feel better. Heck, if we knew a way to have people call in, you could call in. But in any event, um, yeah, so hopefully you, you will have something to eat tomorrow and a roof over your head. I'm sure some of you are going to be going out. I feel like saying over the woods to grandmother's house we go. Um, and I'm sure some of you will actually be doing that. Um, I'm not, I don't subscribe, as you know, to being part of a herd. And so I really um, wouldn't go to any family members. I know when I first started talking to you guys earlier this fall, I would go out and hang out with my family outside. And there were as many as, um, let's see, two, four, as big a group as eight of us outside. But we were pretty socially distanced. We were very socially distant. Um, and I used to get together with my dad for dinner, but outside, distant. But with everything going on and the cases going up, I just, I put a stop to it. You have to. Well, you don't have to. And if you're someone who doesn't really think things are what I think they are, again, I'm not one to judge. It's your prerogative. 
but in my little twisted brain and world, um, I would not be comfortable. So it's just going to be the two of us. I do live close to Gary, so Gary is cooking because it's good therapy to cook. Um, and he and P, my stepmom with Alzheimer's, so they will be making some food. Gosh only knows when. Um, <laughs> we're all a little older, and so, you know, um, we're not going to put butter in things. We're not putting milk in other things. So... Likely it won't be very tasty. However, we are just so incredibly blessed to have a lot of food. We're going to have a turkey breast, um, which should be yummy. I mean, turkey breast is always yummy. I don't think anyone has a particular food. I don't know. It's not like a food allergy. It's a food discomfort that would prohibit us from seasoning a turkey. Um, I am going to make some sweet potato puffs, which is, you know, no big deal. It's essentially a sweet potato, well, canned sweet potatoes with pineapple. You top the pineapple and you um, kind of mash it into the canned sweet potatoes. If you want, you can put a little butter in. Again, food allergies, etc. So we're not going to be doing that. Um, you could, I think we used to put an egg in it. Yeah, I think I'm going to use an egg. Because egg can, can act a bit like a binder. So we're going to, yep, I'm going to try putting some egg and then probably some salt because you should put salt in most things and a bit of sea salt. It enhances the flavor. So if any of you are just starting to make your way around the kitchen, remember salt is your friend and use more salt than you think in some things. Well, always start off. That was bad advice. Always start off seasoning things with less than you think they're going to need, especially if you're new to cooking. I mean, I've been cooking for, oh, I'm not going to tell you how many years. So I, I pretty much wouldn't tend to oversalt just because I've been doing it so long. I know how I like things. Um, but when you look at salt content in processed food, the reason the salt, you know, it just has such a huge concentration of salt. But if you look at a teaspoon of salt, which is actually quite a bit of salt, it does not have very many grams of sodium. Oh, I don't know. What I just said made no sense. I hope you know what I mean. Anyhow, so yeah, always try to put like sea salt on things. It really helps to flavor them. But it, you want to start with small amounts of seasoning and work your way up because you really can't get salt out of food. You can add it, can't take it out. And also if you're cooking for other people, always be sensitive that they might not like as much salt. Another salt thing to consider, I didn't even know we were going to be talking about salt. But another um, good tip about salt is if you're using butter, butter comes two ways. I'm sure more than that, but um, two common ways to get butter is to have it salted and not salted. So 
So if you're going to be using a salted butter, you would always opt to use just, you know, a touch of salt with the salted butter. Taste it. If you want to add more salt, of course, add more salt. Now, on the other hand, if you get the sweet butter that doesn't have salt, then you're going to want to add more salt. Kind of common sense, but something good to know. So you always kind of want to look at all the ingredients when they're going to be together, how they're going to, quote unquote, marry in the recipe. So eh, something to keep in mind. So now back to our sweet potatoes. We've got our canned sweet potatoes. We've matched it up with a fork. We have either pineapple rings that we've cut into pretty small squares chunks um, or the best kind to find if you're lucky to find it store was out of it is some crushed pineapple um, of course tubby two by four old lady i like to use the sweetened pineapple chances are if you're younger or don't have a big sweet tooth then you probably want to forego using a heavier syrup then in the pineapple Okay, so now you're going to put one egg in for one big can because you, you really don't want to make this too wet at all. I'm going to let you know next time we talk if I used the egg and if it worked. Keep going back and forth as we're talking, not sure. I don't want to make it too wet, and I'm thinking the pineapple must be wet. I've made this since I was a kid. I'm really not sure why all of a sudden not positive how to make it this year. Keep second guessing. Anyhow, um, so you would put all of that together. You could put a little bit of butter if you wanted. Again, butter makes Gary sick, so we're going to leave the butter out. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh, a little drop of vanilla if you like. You don't have to use the vanilla. And then here's where it gets fun. We're going to do a knick. How does it go? Knick-knack, paddywhack? Well, we're going <laughs> to... That doesn't make any sense. You're going to take um, a bit of the mixture now and you form a ball with it, like a meatball. And in the center of the meatball, you get one big marshmallow, you know, just one regular size marshmallow. You kind of close up the ball again and you get cornflakes and you roll it in cornflakes. You bake it at 350, I'd say 20 minutes to a half hour. They're good. They are very, very, very good. So if I figure out how to make them, I will definitely show you a picture. And I do have the recipe typed out. I made, um, my niece had asked Gary for the recipe and he told her that I was the keeper. And that's probably why I'm second guessing it because I was asked for the recipe. So I thought I had it in a cookbook. My mom, may she rest in peace had made for me and it wasn't in there. So yeah, um, that will be my big contribution that and maybe making mashed potatoes that seemingly only we want to eat, um, but that's okay, right? That's what Thanksgiving's about. Um, so there's lots to be thankful for. Oh my gosh, I have my favorite coleslaw from one of my favorite rest 
a restaurant. Yes. The best part of Thanksgiving, really, other than being with everyone you love and getting the chance to give thanks, um, is leftovers, right? Who does not want to go tomorrow night and grab a sandwich? I love the turkey, but it's got to have some coleslaw on it, a little cranberry sauce, some gravy. Oh, my goodness. Can you tell? It's probably still a lot of hours away, but oh, my goodness. I can't wait. And uh, it's great that we get the breast because none of us really like the dark meat, which means we're not going to waste anything. And I believe may even be boneless. So that's really yay. However, the sad truth is I don't really think I love turkey unless it's got the coleslaw, the gravy, and the cranberry sauce. Now, when you're in a big formal gathering, you really wouldn't put the coleslaw on it. I don't think. It seems very uncouth. So you save it for later. Now, one of the bonuses of being just two of us, I'm going to put that coleslaw on that baby before it's a leftover. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking out loud, friends. Do something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Will you be having a cocktail? I don't even know if I have liquor in the house. Well, I haven't drunk, drunk. I haven't drank in a long time. I really don't, I don't know. It makes me tired, not my favorite thing. So I don't know that I'll do that. I debated setting the table with nice, nicer china. Um, I told you I'm secondhand rose. I have really, really beautiful things. To me, they're beautiful. Who knows if you'd even like them. Um, but I have all my secondhand stuff, whether it's been given to me um, and is a true heirloom, which may be something very nice. I also have been known pre- all this horrible stuff to go to the Goodwill. I love to dig in the bins. Do I have any other bin pickers here? So anyhow, I, I was thinking of setting our table. At one point, I even said we should get dressed up. So I think all of those things are fabulous ideas and hope you're going to be doing some of them. However, let's be real. I don't think my table's going to look oh so fancy. Or if it does, I don't know that I'm going to look oh so fancy. <laughs> because P has Alzheimer's, who knows when we'll eat? Who knows what's really going to get done? She may chop the whole turkey up into little pieces and do something with it. And, but who cares? You know, as long as we're all healthy and please God, we, you know, this winter goes okay. Um, I just, I just wish the best for every one of you and everyone I know. My niece is a school teacher, also has a compromised immune system. Um, she's in Florida, and they don't um, enforce masks and things as much. And unfortunately, she had a friend come over to tell her, now, this is wonderful news that the friend is expecting her first child, but she stayed and watched TV with my niece. And unfortunately, this young lady, not my niece, thank God, has tested positive. So we're all very concerned. A lot of my family's been exposed to her and 
with her illness and her weakened immune system, we're all very concerned. So keep her in your thoughts. As I said, I have all of you in my thoughts. And then um, I guess here's the, the funny part of the day. Bear with you. I think last time we chatted, I had said I had trimmed my hair and I needed a bowl and I was going to go do it and I did it and it looked okay. I mean, it was presentable and no one sees me other than Gary on my doorstep when we talk through the, the glass. Actually, when he's six feet away from the glass, we chat through the door. So that's really it that sees my hair other than Frank. Well... Today is is just way too long. Something is really off with it. It doesn't feel right on my head. It's too heavy. I don't like it. I have fine hair, long fine hair. It's just horrible. So I think I don't need a bowl, guys. I need a thinking cap. Oh my gosh. I'm making such a mess of my hair and I keep chopping and I keep chopping. And Frank says, let's go to the beauty parlor. Stop chopping. I say, but I can't. I'm too afraid. I don't want to go to the beauty parlor. And he says, you're right. The infection is bad now. I say, I know. I said, I wanted to treat myself, you know, going toward the holidays and birthdays and those sorts of things. It was going to be my big treat um, to get a haircut. And now I really don't feel that it's something I should be doing. So, yeah, I'm hoping I can find a thinking cap, which will stop me from reaching for this bowl. It's not really a bowl. Don't think it's that pathetic. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it looks horrible. But part of me is thinking it's very, like, 1980s New York to have just really choppy, bobby, thin hair. Kind of like Deborah Harry, blondie. I don't know. I can fantasize about it. I am sure it looks <laughs> very Janice during COVID, freaked out. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's all good. So yeah, about being dressed up for Thanksgiving, I'm just not sure. Uh, are you guys wearing pajamas? Are you even doing like a real Thanksgiving thing? Now, I heard something that was pretty cool on the food front. The New York Times food section was talking about how really Thanksgiving should be, well, is about spending a lot of time in the kitchen, one of the aspects is spending a lot of time in the kitchen, taking a lot of care to prepare a food. And it's so, um, it would be really nice on Thanksgiving to maybe just deviate and make some really cool recipe you've been wanting to make for a long time. So that sounds like fun. Um, like I said, I, I'm trying not to go crazy and, and buy tons of stuff and I'm blessed that, um, we are having a lot, so yeah, there doesn't seem to be any need to waste food and make something else. Um, but I hope that you've got everything that you want, everything to be thankful for. If things are, are difficult for you, just step back. I'm sure there are many things that you're thankful for. Um, 
I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful that you found me. I'm thankful that you give me an outlet, um, someone to talk to. And I hope, yeah, I just hope you have a great, great day and that everything is perfect for you. If you cry a bit, I bet you we're all going to cry. This is the first Thanksgiving. I won't be with Gary. But, I mean, we'll be together. So even when you're right near somebody, um, it's just different. You can't hug them. Um, and there's something about sitting at the table and whispering in somebody's ear and, you know, stepping on their foot, making them laugh and seeing them laugh. So we'll have to do a FaceTime or something or Zoom. Not really into Zoom. Okay, I thought I'd have two seconds worth of things to talk to you about and listen to me go. But thank you. You've made me feel better. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. And I am going to check back really soon. I do hope it's tomorrow, but I'm not going to promise and then disappoint you and even worse, disappoint myself. So part of being easy on myself and knowing it may be a hard day. Oh, last thing I leave you with, Antenna TV if you've got it, Partridge Family Marathon. If I'm way older than you, Partridge Family still very cool. You definitely want to check it out. Okay, be kind, be thankful, I'm thankful for you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.